Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. This is a Rogue Media Network podcast. The Waco History Podcast is sponsored by Brotherwell Brewing on Historic Bridge Street in Waco. Welcome to the Waco History Podcast. We're going to air for you over the next few months a special series of Waco History Living Stories. Uh, these were segments that were originally aired on KWBU here in Waco. Uh, they were produced by the Institute for Oral History editor, Michelle Holland, and narrated by two fabulous narrators, uh, Louis Mazze and Kim Patterson. And so these highlight oral histories from the collection of the Institute for Oral History at Baylor University, which I direct, which has been around since 1970 and has over a thousand interviews related to Waco and McLennan County history, and we're happy to highlight those here. Here are stories of the 1950s drought, uh, a severe lack of rainfall that hit Texas. This is Living Stories, featuring voices from the collections of the Baylor University Institute for Oral History. I'm Louis Mazet. The worst drought in Texas in recent memory belongs to the 1950s. The seemingly never-ending dry spell started in 49. By the time it came to an end in 1956, all of Texas's 254 counties, save 10, had been declared federal disaster areas. Jess Lunsford, the founding administrator of South Texas Children's Home, describes how the dire conditions threatened the new campus near Beeville. We hauled out 30 tremendous oak trees out of that campus that died because of that drought. Well, I found an old rancher friend, Wiley Green, in uh, San Angelo, and he had fought a water problem all his life out in that semi-arid country. And someone had told me about Wiley Green, and I went out and told him what we were up against. I spent the night there at his invitation. And the next morning I got ready to leave. He said, uh, I have a little check here for you. And he said, you go back to that campus, and you get a, you get a good well dug and a good submersible pump or whatever kind of pump you think you need, and you start irrigating those trees. And it was a check for $10,000. At that time, that was the largest check I'd received. And I remember how, how big it looked, you know. And I thought I was a pretty brave man, but I, I cried. It meant just that much to me. Because I knew this campus had the natural beauty, but it wouldn't have if you took those trees out. That's right. And they were dying, but it saved those trees. And the only reason they have beautiful camps today is because Wiley Green gave me $10,000. And the idea. Yeah. Alva Stem, former director of Waco Parks and Recreation, recalls the attempts to maintain Lover's Leap during the drought. 
there wasn't any water out there from anywhere until we ran a two-inch water line from North 19th and Park Lake Drive out to Lover's Leap. But by the time that two-inch water line got to Lover's Leap, there wasn't much of a trickle coming out of it because it lost all of its pressure during the distance that it had to come. And uh, I think that since that time it has been remedied, but uh, we weren't able to water that and we had beautiful plum trees up there in uh, Lover's Leap and every, every year the white native plums would bloom there in Lover's Leap going around the circle at Lover's Leap. They produced fruit and the people would go out there and pick it and, and I think you had to use about twice as much sugar as you had plum pulp in order to make some jelly or jam out of it because it was it was so tart they were the wild plums but they were beautiful blossoms and uh, it got so dry so long that we never could keep them watered and they all died. Welcome rains began to fall throughout Texas in the spring of 1956, ending a seven-year drought that had devastated agriculture, parks, lakes, and reservoirs. Thanks for listening to the Waco History Podcast. Like what you heard? Subscribe, rate, and review our show on iTunes so we can reach more listeners. You can find show notes and info on every episode at wacohistorypodcast.com and more info on Waco's past at wacohistory.org. Our theme music, used with permission, is Cross the Brazos at Waco, performed by the late Billy Walker. For more info on Billy's music, go to billywalker.com. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. This has been a Rogue Media Network production.